Hello and welcome back to the Career Peer podcast. Today I'm talking to Ben Southall about how he landed, quite literally, the best job in the world. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Ben, introduce yourself with the job title that we're talking about today. Ben Southall. I'm 46 and I'm the founder of Best Life Adventures and ex-best job in the world island caretaker. So the best job in the world. How did you hear about it, get into it? What made you want to apply for it? It was a bit of a, a long journey, really. Um, I'd spent the year prior to the best job in the world, so all of 2008, living in a Land Rover all the way around Africa. And I got back on the 2nd of January 2009. And on the 10th of January 2009, an advert went out in every single national newspaper around the world. And it was this little classified advert that just said, best job in the world, anyone can apply. And two people actually emailed me the advert that day. One of them was uh, my auntie out in Spain. It was on the Guardian's job website. And she said, I think you'd be good for this because you haven't got a job now. You're back from your travels. And a friend of mine I was driving to London with picked it out in the newspaper and said, this would be perfect for you. And that's how I saw it. And then went onto the website and didn't do much for three weeks. Just left it, didn't really think about it and just thought, yeah, maybe one day. And then uh, decided to put a video together for the application. So what did the application require? Oh. So the more I looked into the actual job itself, the more I realised that it wasn't just a holiday that was being paid for to sit on an island in Australia. It was actually a, an out-and-out marketing job. It was really uh, the task of telling the story of the islands. I'd spent the year prior living in the Land Rover driving around Africa, running a website all about my adventures, and the best job in the world required someone to go on a six-month adventure above and below the water on the Great Barrier Reef, telling the story of what it was like. So I'd got this perfect resume built up of having experience, writing blogs, creating videos, taking photos. Um, this was prior to any even semblance of the word influencer becoming a fashionable thing to go and do. So it was, I suppose, the very, very early days of digital marketing when it was pure and when it was really about an average Joe's opinion on what an experience was all about. So day to day in this job, what, what, did, what did you do? Oh, I don't think there was any comparable day really um the the bulk of the job was to visit different islands in the six months um, of best job in the world i visited 62 different islands and all of them had some form of different experience some were totally deserted some had campsites on some were backpacker resorts some were all the way up to sort of six star luxury some of them were boats that i'd go and stay on dive boats um so every single day was different and that was the beautiful thing about it it was so varied it never became boring um so an average day if there ever was one would be to arrive at a new island um spend the afternoon exploring it usually have dinner with the general manager or the owner of the island so they could give me their view on what the island island life was all about i'd then spend the next couple of days experiencing the good the bad and the ugly that went with it so it could have been you know spending a couple of hours in the spa could have been playing golf could have been going out sailing could have been um looking at wallabies could have been going out for a bush hike there's many many different things it included and then at the end of the day my job usually started about nine o'clock at night once i'd had dinner in the restaurant with maybe the chef or the owner and then i'd start the hard work of actually constructing the blogs going through the photos editing them creating videos um, and usually about 11 o'clock midnight i'd rock up into bed and that would be the end of another average day in the best job in the world so in your opinion do you think it is the best job in the world it was definitely for me the best job in the world because it allowed me to keep doing the things I'd always wanted to do but never had the opportunity to do so it kept me 
someone was paying me to go traveling and had great experiences and meet people and that's ultimately why i left the uk to go on any of my expeditions is to do those three things you know to go out there and explore the world to meet people and potentially make money from it and normally i'd have to go back to the uk and stay for two or three years i've always re-termed it the busiest job in the world because it was full on it was busy but again perfect for my lifestyle i'm not the sort of person that can sit in a hammock for six hours reading cover to covers of books i need to be always doing things so yes for me it was ideal what was your favorite thing that you did over the six months oh laura come on um there are there were a, a million things there was some i mean people can put it down to six star luxury experiences but you know to be honest with you, a holiday, I always describe it as a holiday is something that's different from the norm. So for anybody that lives in the snow, going to a beach is a great holiday. For anyone that lives in around the beach, going to the snow is a good holiday. So you always look for the opposite of what you're doing. Because I was exposed to so many amazing luxury experiences, they just rolled into one another. And it was almost like what another gorgeous hotel room, what another lovely meal. So the ones that really stood out for me with the natural moments, the things that really were unpredicted, they weren't in the itinerary. So being out in a kayak and having a huge humpback whale come out of the water next to you. No one had planned that. That was just one of those moments that you had to be there at the right time. And that just sticks in the mind. Those, those things where you weren't expecting things to happen are the moments that will stay with you forever. Would you do it again? Yeah, in a heartbeat, absolutely. I'd probably change the people that some of the, I'd love to take friends along for the ride a bit more because I think a shared experience like that is one that you can talk about for eternity. Um, the, the best memories and the best history that I have with my friends is when we've done things together. And that could be, you know, going to Burning Man or it could be climbing up to Mount Everest Base Camp. When you do these experiences with people um, that are there for the long run, they're the ones that you can sit in an old person's home when you're 70 years old and chew the fat about the crazy times that you had when you were 34 years old. Um, I definitely, definitely go and do it again. Um, I think the thing I learned about it is you've always got to continue to keep your IP. You've got to keep your intellectual property on it because otherwise you just become a face at the front of a campaign. And unless you've set up your platforms and everything in your name, when the campaign ends and drops off, all of a sudden the best job in the world's finished and no one knows who you are again. So keeping continuity and keeping the name going was my most important thing that I learned out of that. It sounds like this job really opened up some amazing doors for you. It was a huge springboard. I mean, I always had in my mind, I, I never went into the best job in the world to win it. I went in there for a fun experience and let's see how, let's see what happens. Um, there were other people in the finals that had put every single element of their life savings and their life direction into it. And when they didn't win, they were pretty mortified. So for me to sort of go through the process, I always thought, what am I going to do when I don't win? Not what if I win? So I'd always had this plan that I was going to um, go home, back to the UK, save some more money, ship the land over to another continent and go and explore for another year. And that was going to be the journey. It was going to be travel, but for my selfish reasons. And now I'm lucky enough to sort of travel for my own desire to travel. Well, normally when there's no COVID around, um, normally for my own desire to travel. But now with the job that I've got and now running a travel business, I get to take other people to these amazing locations. So that really sort of has satisfied my selfish urge, but also other people benefit from going to these amazing places too. So you never expected to win. What, why do you think you won? Oh, it was, um, I think being a jack of all trades and master of none really helped. I mean, there were people in the final. If you think there were 16 people in the final from 14 different countries around the world, Tourism Queensland were very clever with their selection of their finalists because they basically knew that if they kept a finalist 
from each of the different countries around the world that tourists come from to Queensland, then the media from those countries would continue following their finalists and they get free publicity. So there's a certain piece of clever marketing behind all of that. When it came down to the nuts and bolts of why I won, um, I think I had lots of, I was pretty one thing. And there were people there were excellent at one or two things. They were really good TV presenters or they were really good bloggers or they were really fit and active. And I just sort of had a high average, which I think sort of held me in good stead in the long run. The thing about the final is it took place over five days. It was full on from six in the morning until 11 o'clock every night. And you could see after two or three days, people were getting tired because they were constantly in in the TV cameras vision. They were constantly being interviewed. People were having to do activities to write, to blog and to keep a smile on their face. They were ultimately, anyone that was gonna win would have to be an ambassador brand for Tourism Queensland. And I think it was a real snapshot. If you were tired after three days of a final to be able to run the job for six, go and do it. So I suppose it's, I've always described it as channeling my ADHD and having enough energy to keep going even when you're exhausted and tired and to keep a very big strong british smile going all the time thank you so much for your time today it was fascinating have a wonderful day thanks for your time thanks for the questions okay thank you bye all right see ya bye thanks for listening to the career peer podcast tune in next time for more weird and wonderful careers